0: last yawn
1: get it out is that a promise
0: Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, the show born from the Too Beautiful to Live podcast, but now mostly our own thing. I am Michael Andrew Frizzell, also known as Drew McFrizz, the jail dude. I am the longest running co-brogan of Little Red Bandwagon, coming to you from the Yokohama Tires Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room in Manchac, Texas. My co-hosts on this stiflingly hot Sunday (sighs) morning from (sighs) Sticker Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's... Danger and with a plan, lend home. Good morning, Ann.
2: What are you talking about? It's
0: 66 degrees. Shut up. Shut your you? mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and from Ace Ventura for Wins transphobia calls studios in Buffalo, New York, it's Bobby Creambags Pape. Hello, Bobby. I don't know what with that. <laughs> thanks, Will. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. More, more on that in a minute. More on Bobby's cream bags coming up. No, oh, no. That's a tease.
3: Uh, let me what? just to clarify now, that is spelled C-R-E-M-E because legally they can't call it cream.
0: Yeah. T.M. Bobby cream right. bags. Yeah. Uh, and you, you've you heard her already from pool line studios in <laughs> South Austin, Texas. It's our very own middle-aged momish type. Hillary Live and Let Livingston Butler. What's the brand again, Hillary?
1: Well, I, Underwood is my preferred brand, but I realized <clears throat> one time I had two uh, cans because they come in cans. That's why it's perfect for the pool, or you put it in your Yeti, which is like, you know, the cliche mom Austin move at the pool. Uh, but I realized there's 11% alcohol in them because I had two and I was like, whoa, I'm oh, really man. drunk right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's that's like good. four in the afternoon. Um, so yeah, that Underwood's great. I think it's from Oregon. It's delicious. It's a little bit on the spendy side, but you know, for nothing's too good for the pool. Well, Looks talking. like it's
0: available at Costco in yeah. in large quantities, right? Yeah. <laughs>
4: yes, yeah. I guess so.
0: That's a feature and a benefit as well. You don't have to keep <laughs> running down to the corner to get your your, your pool. Just get a wine. case. <laughs> or, or maybe two cases. You know,
1: just get a case. Just get a case. Um, if you're thirsty, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you don't feel like watching your kids. What the fuck? Okay. As usual, we'll talk about our own business, which we've already kind of done. Uh, then I'll probably <laughs> dip out again before the recap of TVTL. Um, we'll keep some house and then I'll let you know how to get involved. No, someone else will, because I'm done talking after this. Who's at the business desk this morning? Is it Anne? Because Anne's here, because when she's here, she's on the business
2: desk. I swear she's to God, I put my name on this. the business desk. Did one of you take it out? <laughs> No, interesting. It's got it's a little early oh. in the show to be hallucinating, mm. but uh, all right, <laughs> I guess.
0: It's the same person who puts the gist on every every week on the must, <laughs> must listen.
2: It's the LRP ghost. <laughs> it's really yeah, hardcore. Right. It's, it's the wrapping the gist. It's
0: the fat armadillo you see up in the corner of the spreadsheet.
2: <laughs> oh, that's me! How dare you call me fat? <laughs>
4: I've got a no,
0: fox I, and a chin you just got such week. a hard shell, Ann. That's that's why people call you an armadillo.
2: Okay. That's me. All right. Business. Uh, Hillary, your momming skills have just been raised <sighs> to another
1: level this week, I understand. They really have. I I luckily knock on wood, like extremely knock on wood, I'm knocking. I don't have super sick kids, which is great. They, for the most part, are pretty healthy. We got back from Dallas. Oh, by the way, this is my first weekend, total, like both days weekend in Austin since June. So I'm like, I'm I'm taking a deep breath. It's nice to be home. But we get home last Sunday, and Bridget was like, I don't feel good. And I was not so kind to her. I'm like, whatever, you're fine. The next day, she wakes up, take her temperature. It was like, not a fever, but a little bit warmer than she normally is. But I was like, whatever, you're going to camp. I have to go to work. She goes to camp. They call us at 3.30. They're like, she has 101 fever. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dave- Really? That's down from when, I, from when I took it this morning. <laughs> Progress.
5: Uh, <laughs> call me when she's uh, at 98. I'll come get her. Uh,
1: well, so I couldn't go because I've been out of the office so much. So I, Dave went to pick her up, thank God. And then I was like, well, she's going to have to stay home tomorrow. So she's, Dave stayed home with her. And I kept just saying, she'll be fine tomorrow. I'm so my mom in this way. Like, she'll be fine tomorrow. It's going to be fine. Just give her some Advil and whatever. She'll be, she's going to be fine. Then we woke up on Tuesday. She still had, or on uh, Wednesday, and she still had like 101 fever. And then, so I stayed home. Dave and I were like doing every other day, but we were kind of like making each other feel guilty, I think. Like, I'm like, I have to be at work. And he's kind of like, I make more money than you. Like, I have to be at work Anyway. It just, it was four days long, and it was, I just, I had not Did he actually say that? No, 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 say no. That? no, no. No, no, okay. no, no, That's—that That is fully going not, through. That the- That doesn't hi- sound like Dave. That is going through the Hillary brain translator of uh-huh. things, and then coming back uh-huh. out
0: the
5: other way. Okay. I just <laughs> want the show to be fair. Nobody has
0: more, more uh, family listeners- And friends, listeners, than you do, Hillary. We bring about half our audience. And I just want you to be fair to these people. You know that. I'm
3: just picturing someone (laughs) at the United Nations wearing a little headset translating in and out of Hillary for everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that
1: this – Okay, this is the thing about my relationship with Dave. People meet me first because I'm the loud, outgoing one. And they're like, oh, yeah, I like her. She's nice. And then they meet Dave. And they're like, oh, my God, he's so great. Like, what? And then they don't really care about me anymore. Like, he starts to shine. Like, I make the introduction, and then it's the Dave show. Uh-huh. So everybody mm. in my family likes Dave more than they like me, so it's fine. They know They know the deal. Um, but anyway, it was just a long week of a sick kid, and it's so opposite of when I had a baby. Like, when I had a baby, if my kids were sick, I was like, let's go to the doctor. We have to go to the doctor. And the doctor inevitably would say, oh, it's a, it's a virus. We can't do anything about it. Just give her... Advil to take care of the fever or whatever. And now I'm like, ugh, she's going to be fine. We're not going to the doctor. And then, of course, we go to the doctor. They're like, yeah, you should have brought her here, you know, (laughs) like a little bit ago. It's fine. She has like post nasal drip. It's not, and she's fine. It just was a long, long week. And I'm ready to be back to normal. School starts next week. I'm ready to be back to normal schedules.
4: School. Yay. Summer's hardly begun.
1: See, but the thing is, we get out at the end of May. So they've been out for almost three months at this oh. point. Um, yeah, it's just, it's that's how the, it's always been. Like, Dave, you know, grew up in Boston, and their schedule was they would get out at the end of June and then go back after um, after Labor Day. And maybe it's a weather thing. I don't know. It's because yeah. it's so much nicer here in May, June, and July, and now it's yes. fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. Right. You don't want kids to be outside right now. It's too hot. Right.
0: If I yeah. were a kid, I'd be like, oh, couldn't I just be out in May and June and then go to school yeah. and into the air conditioning in July, just God. dip in then, and that's when the school year starts? Well, it's, it's not sadly... your phone. You're not down the Cape.
4: <laughs> I, don't
1: yeah. I, I, but I, do, I don't know. But I don't it's, know. It's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculously hot right now, and it's the only thing. And all the schools, for the most part, have good air conditioning, and the parents want their kids to be in that. And I'm sick of paying for camp, so I'm like... <laughs> kicking the kids back to school. Bye. Love you. See you later. Go learn. (laughs) Go learn. Elsewhere.
2: (laughs) Not from me. All right. Well, um, Uh, I'm sorry that happened to you.
1: That's okay. (laughs) By you, I mean your child was ill. (laughs) (laughs) It was so hard.
6: So I got to work
1: while, while I got to work while she watched her iPad. It was really hard, and I was like messaging y'all because I'm like a I'm like a dog whose like attention span is one second long. Because I'm like working, working. Oh, I'm gonna message other people. I'm gonna take a picture. I'm gonna go watch TV. <laughs> I'm not
0: good at working from home. Yeah, you need hey, to go in.
1: Sam went out of her
3: way to tell me that she liked the dress you were wearing and that proof of life picture of your sick child.
1: I listen. That was I a pre- re-
0: you're really pretty dress.
1: It's a really good dress. I, when I bought it, I knew it was a cute dress. I only roll it out on occasion because it's like a special dress. Like you can't, you can't wear it too much because people are going to be like, "Well, stop wearing that because it gets too much attention." But it is a really cute dress.
0: I got a lot you of you look like January Please Jones me. from Mad Men Oh my god! In that dress. Thank
1: you. No, I feel like I look more like uh, what's her face. But if I had, but I would have to have red hair. Like I look more like Joan. But that's okay. I'll oh, take well.
0: either one. Body type, yes. <laughs> <Vavoon. God>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: Joe Jones got it going on. Let's just say that.
1: Yes, yeah, she
2: does. All right, if we're if we're finished comparing <laughs> Hillary's body to actresses, <laughs> let's, let's move on.
0: <clears throat> no, the dress was January Jones. The dress and hair, the body, yeah, yeah, the, the <laughs> God, other chick, okay. Joan.
1: <laughs> Christina Hendricks. Yes, right. right. Yep. Um.
2: Bobby, you have just been on the most exciting adventure. Brookings, South Dakota. I mean, the hub of the prairie. (laughs) How did you get a
0: room there? I mean, I've been trying to book. (laughs) It's
2: not easy. I consider myself
3: a solid Rich Sommer, by the way, as long as we're comparing ourselves to actors from Mad Men.
0: Ooh, you (laughs) totally
1: are. He's in one of my favorite movies, by the way.
4: Devil Wears Brada.
1: But Mike's point about not getting a hotel room
2: is a good one because you were competing with a touring show. A production, if you will. Actually, (laughs) I I will say the the hotel in Brookings uh,
3: was quite full. First of all, we were on Hotel Row because we were at the Country Inn its Suites, but we were directly next to the Holiday Inn Express and the Super 8, and they were all pretty full. Uh, But our hotel had both the Motorcycle Gang Linemen and... The traveling cast and crew
0: of Paw Patrol Live.
6: Man, Paw Patrol.
0: Did they have a? Did they have it out in the parking lot? Those two factions.
3: Uh, no, the motorcyclists uh, just uh, kept the fighting within themselves. I did actually watch a playful fist fight out my window Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of those playful
2: moments. fist fights. Uh, so,
3: sincerely i watched these guys were all drinking on the tail on the uh tailgates of the trucks that they brought because some of them had the electrical trucks and the restaurant bikes and they were just splitting chorus lights like cases of chorus light and they were shooting the shit and then you'd hear them start to yell and then you would see two guys fight like really sincerely beat the crap out of each other for a couple of minutes then they get pulled any of those trikes bobby no no trikes because that's
0: the person I would not playfully hit. I would actually hit that person. <laughs> if I were in, in the gang and they showed up on a tricycle, I'd be like, no, no, this will not stand.
3: They pull themselves back apart, and then they're just hanging out, drinking together, laughing, like five minutes later. Oh, well, yeah.
0: yeah. It's bonding, Bob.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's a, just on. a little bit of real-life fight club. Uh, that's so why that my was brother
0: the... and I are so close after all these years, <laughs> because we punched each other so much. <laughs>
3: That was the bikers, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Brooking, South Dakota for work for a few days. Um, and we, uh, it was like a social experiment or a social study watching the cast and crew of Paw Patrol Live all unload <laughs> on the bus. So uh, benefits, positive. These are a lot of the same kinds of kids that I interact with in the music world. These are theater types. Um, and they're just mostly oh, fresh out of college yes. and to their benefit, gainfully employed so and oh. I congratulated on them on that while I was drunk.
0: That was would have been awesome. Was, that would have been an awesome job, I think.
3: Right. Well, this is very entry level. Yeah. But uh, first of but all, at I did that know age.
0: A, I mean, that's that'd be cool.
3: Yeah. I was only vaguely aware of what a Paw Patrol was. So Hillary uh, kindly <laughs> filled me in.
0: Oh, God. And I am, I am well
1: versed in the Paw Patrol, <laughs> uh, like lore, the backgrounds, all of the characters. One of
0: the world's greatest babysitters. The fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, movie. it really
1: is. Fan fiction. Oh, oh. God. Like <laughs> well,
5: you mentioned... you can a, only imagine. Uh, he didn't say slash mentioned... fic. <laughs> he said <laughs> <right>. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh. Uh you're working on your dissertation about the community services and adventure bed. I mean,
1: it's terrible. The the government is relying on dogs to provide Services and they're they're completely uh, like, yeah no it's terrible. Um, there's a couple of mayors that are just worthless and they a child they they rely on a child and dogs in order to get anything done. So yeah, it's bullshit. So we we got to know the cast and crew of.
3: of- <laughs> Paw Patrol Live just a little bit while we were there. That should be they were its own of...
0: podcast right there, Bobby. I mean, come on.
3: Honestly, we have, I think... We
0: sat down and had a conversation with some of the stars at the Paw Patrol Live.
3: Regional tour. <laughs> they were on week three of a 10-month
2: tour. I mean,
3: I'm really traveling.
2: upset with you. You go to a place like Brookings, South Dakota. You make no effort to meet up with any listeners. You talk sure. to people I from mean, Paw Patrol on. Live, but you don't even have them on the show? Yes.
3: Yeah. Where's the tape? I honestly didn't even bring my microphone.
2: I mean, why Uh, did ten seven ten even bother to send you? you? Were you really in Brookings? Right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we hitchhiked from Minneapolis. Um,
0: He'd be the only person ever to lie about traveling to Brookings, South
4: Dakota.
3: It was interesting watching this group of mostly young people because. They they break off into two factions and anyone who's been a theater kid or like a marching band chorus kid and been on a trip like this, this is pretty logical. But the cast, sort of the actor types, uh, they were up late every night playing Cards Against Humanity in the breakfast nook of the country in its suites. They pushed all the tables together and they were drinking hard cider and Crown Royal for some reason. Uh, and they were bubbly and a lot of fun and they're all wearing sweatpants from their university and the t-shirt from whatever Broadway show they went to last. And they were having a lot of nerd fun. And what I was trying to explain to my colleagues from my job who don't know this crew, this kind of people is that's just two steps away from a nerd orgy. Yep. Like they are getting ready to pair off into small groups and go back to their rooms and they're only three weeks into 10 months Someone should make a below deck style pilot about (laughs) actually traveling busload of kids because Mm -hmm. yeah, close quarters, long trips, bus rides, hotel rooms,
1: somebody's hooking up. It's going to be great. It's going to be nothing to
3: do for weeks at a time They get in on Monday afternoon. They don't have to work until Friday. Yeah. So that's that. And then the length
0: of that road trip, I mean, you're going to, you're going to get with somebody or, two people or several people during that 10 months and how could it not be awkward like you're in month seven and you've hooked up with a couple of these people and now you hate each other and you still have to go out and like solve solve crimes (laughs) you know in front of all these kids and try to look like you're civil i don't know man that's why you don't
2: get with any of the other people in the production you go with those Paw patrol groupies right oh yeah uh,
1: it's
2: a different person that could be Every problematic
0: stop. considering the uh, age of the of the I, audience i think you're aiming for the divorce <laughs> oh, <God>.
2: chaperones indeed <laughs> <Right>.
3: <laughs> it would be great though if you just sent a sent a stage handout and was like uh rubble asked me to give you this backstage pass <laughs> <laughs>
0: First, you wanted me to card you, and then then, if (laughs) confirmed, certain age confirmed, then you get the backstage.
3: So, the other crowd was the crowd hanging out on the deck behind the pool area, which was the crew of Paw Patrol Live, which were around the same age. But these are the kids who are working the lights and sound at their high school musicals. Uh, The kids with, like, uh, well, let's say super stoned for the most part lots of smokers. We went back with them. They were shooting the shit and splitting a 30 rack of hams. Hmm. What? Yeah.
0: The beer refreshing the land of sky blue (laughs) waters, hams.
3: Hams. So, uh, our little group, three of us, uh, had, uh, already done quite a bit of drinking. In fact, I had, uh, the night we hung out with the crew, we had already sort of made our way to bed. We were all retired for the night and it's like 930 at night, which I know sounds lamely early, but we had 5 a.m. calls every morning for work. Uh, and I just get a text from one of my colleagues and all it says is Applebee's question mark, because there's an <laughs> Applebee's across the street and it closes at 10. So if we're going to go get a nightcap, we got to go. So three of us go over to Applebee's, get our, you know, we get back out of bed, go to Applebee's, get three rounds in at about half an hour. And then we're drunk. We're getting toward drunk go to the gas station for reinforcements. And then we're drinking with our feet in the hot tub at the hotel. And the people from the crew keep cutting through the pool area to go out back. And finally, one of them just comes over to us and says, do you guys want to come back and have a beer? And of course we do. Cause we're fascinated mm-hmm. by Paw Patrol <laughs>
4: live.
3: <laughs> so we go out back and the crew just starts throwing us cheap beers. And uh, we, we got to learn all about the adventures of setting up the crew for Paw Patrol live. <laughs> And then one cast member that was Rubble, I don't remember his real name, He he's cool enough to bounce back and forth between the two crews. And he's also mm. the one guy in the group who has a travel guitar and doesn't know how to play it.
2: Mm.
3: Because oh. anytime you put this many white people together on the, <laughs> the road, guitar has to yeah. come there's always one. And so he's bouncing back and forth playing guitar. Uh, he did manage to to pull out a little John Mayer, but as I explained to the crew, the guitar comes preloaded with John Mayer when you're sure. Like, hey, you buy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: that's the those are the factory settings.
4: Right?
1: Did he make the John uh, Mayer face? Have you ever seen the John Mayer guitar face? Oh, oh yeah, no. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I'll, I'll I'll send it. Mm, it's brutal.
3: Do you Soulful? think he's having? You think he's having a stroke? Oh,
0: <laughs> he's going the other way. Okay, right.
3: yes. Uh, I saw John Mayer live in two thousand and three or four, and
1: I've never seen someone more drunk on stage than John Mayer. Hmm. I think he's sober now. I have a softness for oh, yeah. John Mayer, but yeah,
5: of
3: course, of course, he he's the voice of a generation. How could you not? Oh God, <laughs> he's our Bob Dylan.
0: Uh, <laughs> nice generation there good job by you <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, so yeah getting to know the cast and crew of Paw Patrol Live was a highlight of booking South Dakota everything else was great it's actually beautiful in Brookings, South Dakota the sunsets and sunrises are amazing the weather was perfect there was no wind it was sunny, blue skies uh, but it was still South Dakota like we caught it in its beautiful month so the in, the more fun part was what I came home to completely unrelated Uh. A package arrived while I was in South Dakota, and Sam opened it for me because it said it was perishable, and it was a big oversized box with a cooler and a bunch of ice packs in it, and inside that was a case of a half dozen two-pound sacks of, quote, Oreo cream, C-R-E-M-E, courtesy of everybody's favorite asshole, Will McQuillan. so.
1: He really is living up to the name now.
3: he
1: was he's, kind of a joke before, getting... but... <laughs> Right. He's wearing the mask long
2: enough And now it's shipping me Oreo cream Bobby, was this Did this come from what we were talking About on the Picnic live show On the audio that is not Lost time, but we haven't done anything with it When we couldn't get the live stream to work Right So for those who've
3: heard And I think we mentioned it at some point On the regular show as well um, Mike had this great idea that we should basically have a -A Build-A-Bear for Oreos.
2: (laughs) We we won't won't call it Build-A-Bear, though.
3: (laughs) No. No, this is like how when people call their app the Uber or Lyft of something, say, Mm -hmm. like, moving moving your shit to your new apartment. Uh, (laughs) And uh, there are apps out there now that do that, or one in particular I can think of that does that. This is the Build-A-Bear of cookies. (laughs) Cookies of Build-A-Bear uh anyway, uh even Sam noticed as she was looking at this package and trying to figure out why someone would send me a case full of plastic vacuum sealed packs of gooey oh white liquid. Uh she noticed it was ordered on the packing slip Saturday evening, which would be well into our cups at our post. Wait, Saturday, like two like
1: two weeks ago, Saturday? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Mean, the
0: so board, you talk about like, drunk shopping, <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, you rarely see such a pure example of it.
3: Uh, so yeah, there's a direct correlation between us being drunk at Will's house, eating leftover Oreos, and Will thinking it's a good idea to send me from foodservicedirect.com a case of Oreo cream. Uh, oh so for those of you who are wondering, uh, we did open up the first pack this week, or, you know, yesterday, I had to figure out a way to use it. I mean, I'm not going to waste six bags of Oreo cream. So the first thing I did is I made a chocolate chiffon cake and topped it with Oreo cream glaze. Uh, and the first lesson I learned is that its consistency changes rapidly based on temperature. When it's cold, it's a little dense, but when it's warm, it's really runny. Did you put uh, it on the cake warm or was the
2: cake cooled all the way? The cake was cooled all the way. Interesting. And I
3: didn't put it I didn't put it on even at room temperature, it pours like thick cream. Hmm. Like it pours just a little bit like melted ice cream. Like if just ice cream at room temperature. That's sort of the speed at which it pours. Also, I didn't do a good enough job mixing it up. There were some globs mm-hmm. in there that I thought I had gotten them all out, but I had to. It probably needs to go into a mixer or into a blender before you really try to use it like that.
0: There were some but, globs in the cream. Right. What you're saying.
3: Stop. Yeah. It was clotted.
0: A little clotted. Yeah.
4: Hmm. So, so this uh, is, is not friends... more
2: like, this is not like an actual Oreo cream filling at
5: all. Well,
3: it, it has the distinct flavor of Oreo cream. Okay. And just like Oreos, uh, it is vegan. Because it is sugar and oil and garbage. Mm. <laughs> There's no dairy to be found. Anywhere in these to be found. Sacks of white cream.
4: Yeah. No. Uh, then
0: it fits under the less than four ingredient, you know, uh, rule of healthy eating. <laughs> right. Sugar, oil, and garbage. <laughs>
1: One time, I forgot to put the like carnation hazelnut creamer, which is like my I love it so I know it sucks. I know I have terrible taste in coffee, but I love it. But I forgot to put it back in the refrigerator, and I was like, "Oh no!" And Dave said, "It's non dairy. You're fine. Like it's, you're not going to get poisoned by the like mildly unrefrigerated creamer." So I feel like the Oreo my mom cream left that shit on
0: the counter. Like <laughs> I don't think it ever hit the refrigerator. <laughs>
1: Well,
3: I wondered about this because they ship these bags in 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 on ice. And, you know, Sam was right to get it right in the fridge based on the way it was labeled. So, sure, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It says to keep it refrigerated. Uh, so we glazed the one cake with this. And I had some mini Oreos from my flight home from the flight attendant. Uh, leftover, I rarely actually eat the snacks on the plane. I always just shove them in my backpack. So I put some of those on top to sort of decorate it and I was proud of myself it's the first cake I've made from scratch in years because we just don't bake a lot we don't eat a lot of sweets here but we had friends coming over yesterday and one of them is not eating dairy right now so I But wanted they are to make on
0: something. the garbage right uh, they they're they're down with eating garbage
3: <laughs> it's uh it's for a health reason not a dietary reason so I'm not judging mm-hmm. but uh, I wanted to make her a dessert that she could eat and I said well chiffon cake has no milk in it and this glaze this, this dairy cream, C-R-E-M-E uh, Has no dairy in it So we'll use it, we'll give it a try I'll use them as my first test subjects for this stuff And they liked it The chocolate cocoa cake With the Oreo glaze they The, the guests really, really liked it It was too sweet for me to eat too much of But uh, they were a fan And you'd be a little disappointed I probably could have whipped my egg whites a little bit more And I should have chilled the bowl first It wasn't quite as fluffy as I would have liked Oh, the bowl chilling,
2: that's bullshit
0: <laughs> Let's get to Ooh, new. exploding myths.
1: <laughs> yeah. Myth I masters, thought I'd beat the crap two. out of
0: those egg
3: whites, but I just, you know. But wait, Bobby, do you have tired. plans?
1: You have what? You have six months or seven months? Do you have plans for the rest of it? What are you going to do?
3: <laughs> right. You would think the stuff expires never, but apparently it expires in March. So, uh, also, I don't want it to live in my fridge forever. So, I don't know. I have five yeah. bags left. I'm open to recommendations. If anyone has thoughts. I Freeway wish-
0: overpass, uh, <laughs> hijinks. Um, well, I, what else? I believe
3: I've, I've told the story before about my freshman year and the vat of vanilla pudding, right? Yes. No. Oh.
0: <laughs> I don't uh, want to know. I read the short story. I, right. I that's remember the, reading the. That's the slash, slash fiction. Bob
3: Bobby and his <laughs> vanilla pudding. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, As a quick recap, freshman year of college, I lived on the 10th floor of a a tall, narrow dorm building that was attached to a bunch of others by a second floor uh, sort of skyway deck thing. But there was a little opening of it right below my window because it opened to sort of a tunnel that ran underneath it. And being the idiots that we were, we would drop things from the 10th floor, just basically recreating a David Letterman bit to see what they look like when they smash at the bottom. Because why wouldn't you do that when you're a freshman in college? I... I would uh, procure from my job at the time packs of vanilla pudding mix, massive packs of vanilla pudding mix powder because we used it in uh, a drink there. And in fact, that mixed up thick uh, had a similar consistency to this this Oreo cream stuff. So we mixed up a giant vat of it one day, put it in a plastic tub, and then dropped it to see what it would look like when it exploded. And we went downstairs to go see, and what we didn't know was parked just out of our view was a university police car, and we just covered it in vanilla pudding. (laughs) Uh, And we went back upstairs and nothing ever happened. So, here I am, with no criminal record. Um, It's like sneakers. (laughs) I'm just going to (laughs) keep circling back to that. (laughs) Doesn't
2: everything come back to sneakers? <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, Bobby, I've so, yeah, seen some sort pre- of cream. rocky road ice cream going on. I would use uh, the cream as a as a like a Oreo marshmallow swirl, and then put sure. marshmallows and use a really dark chocolate <clears throat> ice cream. Our um, and
1: Anne is your baking Yoda on this. Trust Anne. John
3: and Denise, our friends who were here yesterday, John already said, I've got the ice cream machine. We've got to try it. So ice cream's high on the list. He was thinking like a dark chocolate ice cream with a, an Oreo swirl of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I, I think having some texture in there will help. And, and having some less sweet elements in there, like the dark chocolate, yeah. would definitely help. Because this stuff is just clawingly, painfully, I mean, it's liquid diabetes. Mm-hmm. It is just...
0: So- you have five unopened bags left, is that? Yeah,
3: two pounds in each okay. bag. Now, I used most of the first bag to glaze the cake. I, I could have gotten away with a lot less, okay. but two things I didn't realize. One, I, I put some of it in a Ziploc bag and cut the tip off to do the glazing, and it just didn't really work because it was too runny. And mm-hmm. also, I had a little bit left in the bag, but I wasn't super worried about leftovers. I'm trying to yeah. figure out how to save like half yeah. a cup of this stuff.
0: Yeah, don't worry about it. But what I'm saying is, At least three of those bags. Do your ice cream, you know, experiment, have fun. But at least three of those bags have to go back to southeast King County in some sort of a (laughs) IED. (laughs) And it has to, you have to make sure that he opens it. Because I don't want Nikki or, you know, or the kids getting this, uh, getting this facial.
3: I'm... I'm pretty sure I saw a King County cream explosion at the state fair.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Get them. Get them. Like uh, so yes, if you
3: have any other thoughts, I will happily take them. And Andrea, I'm sure you are listening as well. If anyone in the preheated universe has
0: any No thoughts. one's going to give you a better idea than I just did. So let's just.
3: Um, it tastes like it tastes like Oreo and chemicals. Basically, oh my favorite. So that that that's what you're working with. <laughs> uh, all right, that's that's Paw Patrol Live and Oreo Cream. A sentence <laughs> I never thought I'd write <laughs> on the run sheet. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, I'm gonna just let me interrupt with something unrelated. Uh, Sam just texted me. I'm not sure exactly where she is. I think she's out on her run, but she just texted me, and all she wrote is. Some kid just bit it, running toward me.
5: <laughs> Aww. I have no context. <laughs>
0: yeah. Are you helping out, or did you laugh and run by, or? I'll
3: <laughs> uh, text you back. Uh, scale of one
0: to ten, how funny was it? There are people that like watching people fall. I am not one of those people, especially since I've gotten older and have fallen. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch people fall. It's awful. But yeah, but there's there's like videos that I just make the rounds and the ice people slipping on ice, too. That's even worse for me, because like this is, you know, this is a person having an accident. They're not like wasted or right. You know, it's not a football (laughs) to the groin. (laughs) <laughs> you're not courting in trouble you're you're landing in it this
3: is um, one of the many problems with the internet it's america's funniest home videos without the filter like there's no producer oh yes. right right and you need right. some background music
0: kind-hearted at least yeah <clears throat> do we have any general tour your phones this week we do
2: not let's know. get in yep. to the content of the show which is <laughs> fantastic wait great wait, shows but,
5: uh, Oh, oh, oh,
4: oh,
0: no, I'm still oh. here, I guess I gotta talk about the show this week.
2: we only have two thirds of the coven on here, so we can only do two thirds of a curse. I know oh, it
0: doesn't it like man. partially yeah, works, I'm,
2: but I'm no
3: good. thanks for three. throwing Sorry. me
0: out when you did i mean i I had said everything I had to say um a sport ball. Uh, designers of the Philly fanatic are threatening to bar the Phillies from using their mascot if they don't cough up a bunch of money and the Phillies are counter suing. I have no idea the legal details here, but, um, I, I was really surprised at Luke right away because I'm sure he grew up with the, uh, the famous chicken who was originally the San Diego Padres chicken. Mm-hmm. And then he became the San Diego chicken. And then he was just the famous chicken. Mm-hmm. And I think the Padres kind of sued him more and more into, into a corner. Um, to me, that's, that's the interesting part of it, but they didn't get into that. I don't, I don't know who, who has the rights here. Who's going to win here, but I mean, I'm not a mascot guy in general, but um, the fanatic is pretty damn good at, at what it does. Um, so I'm I'm sort of rooting for the fanatic, and I did like their idea of like uh, the Mets renting the Philly fanatic, you know, and and having Mister and Mrs. Met double team him, you know, in front of the Philly fa- the, the Phillies fans or something.
3: Now there's some know. slash fiction I can get behind. <laughs> Stop a lot of weird stuff.
5: Stop, Bobby. God.
3: Hey, Andrew's the one who appreciates a good furry. <laughs>
2: Speaking of furries, I do kind of agree with them that um, having abstract creatures as mascots is better than trying to have, like, the Mariner moose or something. Mm -hmm. Because it just seems uh, weird.
0: Weren't they talking about how how some of the mascots are all jacked up, like the Purdue Boilermaker? You know, like he just... He just got out of the gym, you know, like, bulging muscles. And I think it's the Denver Nuggets mascot. It's, a, it's like a oh, yeah. cougar. And it's just, you know, ripped. Right. What? And the the Seahawks mascot, Blitz, his big thing is he tackles people. I was doing a, a mascot appearance at a uh, Mariners game uh, one time, and the, uh, the – Blitz set up with uh, several other mascots opportunities for Blitz to come and just take them off their feet at full speed. And uh, this, I I guess, was his idea of hilarity. But um, some of the mascots were like, no, I don't think I'll be getting tackled at full speed on on the field uh, at the baseball game today. Thanks, though. Thanks for wanting to include me. in your <laughs> I bullshit.
2: went. I went a couple of years ago to Michigan State for a conference, and they had like a you know the big dinner thing, and they had the Michigan State mascot.
0: Spartan? Oh yeah, he's another one of those. He's Spartan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sparty. He
2: uh, he was there he, uh, taking pictures with people, and I was like, if that thing approaches me, I am kicking <laughs> it in the nuts. I want nothing to do with that. It's so disturbing. Yep. Hey, I-
0: yeah, he's buff. They they should be a contest of the buffest of the of the stupid <laughs> mascots. So He'd be up there, for sure. Um, I, speaking of dumb, go ahead, Bobby. I I recently uh, saw
3: and then found on Instagram because I didn't get a picture of it at the time. Uh, uh, Victor E. Bull, which is the mascot of the Buffalo Bulls, uh, an inflatable Victor E. Bull outside of an ice cream shop in buffalo and they had him tethered down with ropes because you know it's this big inflatable mascot but the anchors to tether him down from the front look like nipple rings
2: with ropes coming
3: off them it's very creepy
2: i just put the picture in slack what do nipple rings generally look like bobby
3: (laughs) well they look like rings on your nipples i guess this is almost more from the armpits although maybe he rides them to the sides also it wasn't
2: the fact (laughs) of the ring it's the fact that they're attached to his nipples Right. And there's ropes
3: coming off him. Like, like Victory Bull gets down with some shit. Yeah. Right?
0: (laughs) He's like making a John Mayer face, you know, (laughs) with those nipple clamps on there.
3: Of all the places to tie down the bull, why not just take him from the the shoulders or something?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's probably scientific based on the... You know, I've the... dealt with a lot of inflatables in my life. It's scientific as to where they, they place these things.
2: Another well, question the... I have is an ice cream and poutine store. It's Buffalo.
3: What do you oh. want from us? That For sounds base...
0: good to me. Those are two of my favorite yeah. things. For
2: basically Canadian.
3: I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not poutine ice cream, right? It's, Gross. It's God, how, how do you know? You poutine and then you go have some <laughs> ice cream.
3: It's, it's Hurdle have poutine and cream. And they've got both your courses covered.
0: <laughs> cream Bobby style, EME, or EAM?
3: No, they have real ice cream. I mean, Although, I guess. Although I should talk to them about adventure.
2: It's a twist on fondue, I suppose, but.
3: <laughs> well, it's a twist on something with those rings. <laughs> That's what it is.
5: <laughs>
3: oh, Sam texted me back uh apparently the child was a a female a female lady type uh sam writes started as an eight but then she was really upset so it turned into a three.
0: Oh, oh, yeah so if they pop up and pretend to be okay it's it's all right to be to be as amused but oh if absolutely it is, is acts as hurt as they are then you have to downgrade your enjoyment I mean is that uh,
5: I like
1: it when people like kind of look back angrily at what they like what was that when like not when they're upset but when they're just sort of like
0: (laughs) oh I bit it so hard out of my wheelchair um this was I I think I had one leg at the time and I went it was the first time I was venturing out of the house and Emily had these ramps built and it was it was great I was getting out of the house and in the wheelchair and I rolled down the ramp, and I was rolling down the driveway, and I think I got my first artificial foot caught under the wheel of my wheelchair. Oh yikes! And I just went pitching forward, oh. and and uh, I didn't realize that at the time. And I actually did break the foot, oh. um, the artificial foot. I I'm the first guy to actually break his artificial <laughs> foot. <by the> way. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't realize at the time. So I like pitched forward and I and because I was buff from all this wheelchair time, my face didn't hit the ground. I was able to stop myself with my strong, strong arms. <clears throat> but uh, like Emily helped me up and I get back in the wheelchair and I'm looking at the driveway. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was the motherfucking there's like a tiny cra- I mean, we have cracks in our driveway, but. There's nothing that would have caused that. It was totally me. And then I figured it out later when they diagnosed the broken foot because it was like wibbly wobbly. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did it. And that's when it was. And I was the dummy who was looking back. I'm sure the neighbors across the street were like, what's he looking at? He tripped himself. What an idiot. Because Emily wasn't watching. You know, she was back like locking the door or something. and Or she could have told me that that it wasn't some twig that went flying into the bushes which is what you know i, I had lots of theories you know on, on what it caused the fall so but i think it would it would have been proper for somebody to really enjoy that fall because i could have been hurt i still might have been hurt but i was acting uh very indignant about the whole situation um i can't believe i didn't get hurt it's amazing um I think back we all,
4: to
3: uh, we all got together and decided right? you had been through enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Oh god, this guy again! Uh, no, no more laughing. Um, back to Sportball. The man, the the Marlins and the Rays Twitter accounts were fighting until the Marlins invoked Steve Irwin's death <laughs> and I had to apologize. Uh, to me, that's that's that was that was a. It was a
5: good joke. I
0: thought it was funny. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess if the Irwins come after you and ask you to apologize, then you take it down to apologize. Mm -hmm. But as a sick burn, you know, just let that lie unless someone objects. It's so good. Just Um, wait until
3: the Indians and the Yankees start feuding on Twitter. Then shit's going to get real.
0: (laughs) (sighs) That's not right. That's not right where you're going with that. So... We're not gonna but, go any I mean,
2: we can admit Steve Irwin's death was untimely and very sad, but is kind of a hilarious <laughs> totally thing is. to happen.
0: And and kind of exactly what you would mm-hmm. thought. As you are wa- ever watched his show, you're like, Oh yeah, one of these things. The first one of these things he's fucking with.
2: Oh yeah. The first him. uh episode of his show I ever watched, he was in some boat. At night, and he jumped over the side of the boat to catch a poisonous sea snake, and I thought this dude's gonna die.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I never thought he was gonna die when I was watching the show, but I thought he was gonna die when he was making the show. Yes, <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna like, yeah. you know. In the big finale this year on Nat Geo, <laughs> watch Steve Irwin's heart get pierced. <laughs> yeah. hey, no, no. I think there was one I time when he that. was a,
2: with a bunch of Komodo dragons and he yeah. scraped his leg and they went into bloodlust <laughs> and he had to climb a tree. It was very exciting, <laughs> his show was.
0: Yeah.
3: It's yeah. just too easy. It's like writing headlines for The Onion. It's like, area man <laughs> finally gets what's coming to him. Like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, but thing is, the only thing is, if he'd been a dick, then I think it would have been fair game for right. everyone. But he you know, was like such a he, nice person. Was... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that makes you kind of want to apologize a little bit. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I used you, but, but it was a good. It one It was right? like in 2006. Like it wasn't yesterday. Like it's yeah. not
1: like
4: like <laughs> sometimes I like think passed.
0: Steve Irwin, Irwin would have gone like yeah, good one. Yeah, that's going. You got me. You got him. Way to use me. Um this led to some the probably the low lowest light of the week was the guys talking a lot of baseball, which they don't (laughs) do well (laughs) fully understand. I wanted to talk about this last week before I bailed. Um, Andrew makes me really mad when he talks about attending Mariners games. Um, in particular the last time he, he really got me mad was when he was talking about uh, when he went to the tigers game the the mariners tigers game by himself because the tigers are terrible um and he thought this might be the last chance he'd get to see last chance he get to see the mariners win this year um i mean the tigers are an exception they're 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 they're, they're losing a really awful amount of games. And there are teams that, you know, like the, the that one year, the Mariners won an extraordinary amount of games. But in general, good baseball teams win three out of five games. In general, bad baseball teams win two out of five games. Mm-hmm. Chances are, you keep going to the ballpark, you're going to catch some wins there, buddy. Yep. So stop being... I just hate that fatalistic. It's not football, man. When, when, when you're the, the Kansas City Chiefs or the New England Patriots and you're, you go out against an inferior opponent, you're going to win five out of six times, six out of seven times. In baseball, you're going to win four out of seven times. And stop pretending that this, this is just the most awful baseball season anyone's ever had. They, they, they had a very average team and they decided to tear it down and get younger get young talent and now they are just a slightly below average team maybe 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 solidly below average team but they weren't doing anything with that last fucking team they had that team wasn't going anywhere they yep. got lucky and won some games last year they shouldn't have won their run differential was terrible yep and they they knew they knew they were bad their gm knew they were not a good team so he blew it up. And but fans who don't no, I don't even want to call them fans. Ooh. Watchers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I don't get uh, I guess I just don't get that upset about the Mariners being bad because they've been bad my whole life. <laughs> I, I there's a comfort in them being bad for me. Um, the the only years I get nervous about the Mariners when, were when they were good and, and they were trying to do something, um, which I hope they get back to. And it's worth me being nervous and, and losing sleep over or whatever it, for them to be good again. But dudes, bad baseball teams win games all the time. Yeah. Five bad baseball teams will win games today. Within the next five hours, five bad baseball teams will have victories and there'll be lots of Andrews sitting in bewilderment in the crowd, <laughs> holding their fifth sausage, going, I can't believe we won a game. <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ. That's uh, Mike in the Bud Light Hot seat. brought to you by Outback Steakhouse.
4: <laughs>
3: <sighs> the Mariners have won 41% of their games.
0: Yep. What did I just say? Yeah. Two out of five.
3: They're... they're- yep they're 48 and 70
0: right in the meaty part of the curve Yep. (laughs) oh boy um okay well then luke tries to name all 30 (sighs) major league baseball teams (sighs) which i think i first heard about wow um yeah from hillary (sighs) in 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 one of the chats and uh and that was hard because immediately when he said that i'm like just do divisions but what
1: did i say what did i say he doesn't know the divisions he doesn't know what teams
0: go in the divisions,
1: <laughs> or even i mean he yeah. did, he did. Yeah,
0: but at least there's some at least there's a framework to start right sure, you know, sure he i should be, be able he, to he, get you're on the league
2: to start with he should be know? able to get national league american League at least mm right. he, he, he
0: can't he can't can't. <laughs> I don't think since interleague play, I don't think he can either.
1: Oh yeah, since interleague play, that's really what's like. No, he just doesn't know it.
0: <laughs> well, it used to be. I know, um, I know, but it's. He, it used to be like just. I mean, you were an American League. I mean, listen, my it, husband it was, doesn't was, know. There a lot of pride my there husband really doesn't
1: any you know any team that exists in the National League except like who we're playing in the World Series. <laughs> right? That's the only teams that he knows. Right. But um,
0: interleague play probably has him like. A, hmm.
1: What's this? I don't understand. But Who were these guys? I said that he, I was like, if I were to do it another way, I would do it by geography. But I don't think Lou. I think um, Jesus Creek didn't yeah. teach geography. So I don't no, think that he no, could have no, gotten no. it that
0: way. When they had trouble figuring out the Maryland border, why, why it was so squiggly.
4: <laughs>
0: why are these state
4: borders so squiggly? I don't get it.
1: What could possibly who drew this up? Uh, yeah, when they skipped the Rockies when they were moving east, I was like, oh, there's missing so much. And then of course I, I it was the Twins the whole time. It's like, what is this last team? Um,
4: oh. and I hate so I, I hate Andrew
2: giving hints too. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> hate
2: it. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh so I want to get some throw your phones on in here. Uh Coleen, um, Wednesday show. Did Luke say the Tampa Rays were always in the national <laughs> league? Someone tell the 2018 team <laughs> that played the Phillies <laughs> in the World Series. <laughs> they started out in the American League and switched. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a rough one. Um we were almost uh we were almost moved to Tampa, the the Mariners were uh before they got their team so, uh, yeah, I was well aware. It's not like were. Seattle
3: fans are doing anything about switching divisions.
0: We Yeah, they, 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 they toss us around a lot. Uh, yeah. They like to do that. Um, Coleen, uh I guess <laughs> he was engaged at this time, so he said, let me amend my <laughs> last submission and say, OMG, the whole name all the MLB te- uh, team's game is painful to listen to. Excited, Mark.
2: Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, it was.
0: Yep. Yeah, it was.
2: Yep. he's not lying.
0: Uh, <laughs> and then Emily from Minnesota uh, said Tuesday's show was just generally infuriating. Luke gets his joke adjacent. Feral pigs return from c Tweet. Oh, yeah. This is a whole. This whole other thing.
4: Yeah, we'll get to is that. This even on the run.
5: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah we'll, we'll get to it yeah, later. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, then I'll just put the part. I'll, I'll just read the part about. Um, they both proceed to get. Small things about baseball wrong. Only to go into Luke attempting to name all thirty MLB teams, even though Andrew knows this is a terrible idea given past experience, through my phone several times. Yeah, when you're mad enough to go pick that phone up and then see if you can get more distance <laughs> on it. Or maybe find find somewhere where, you know, you can fire it out a window so you won't <laughs> find it ever again it's like
2: know? shot putting you get a lot you get a number of chances and you just take the furthest one
0: <laughs> right yeah take the best one right <laughs> you might have stepped over the line before you threw the phone that first time but you got another chance all right that was my that was my cardio for yeah, i did thanks, it thanks did for it. putting up with uh my my sport ball rant all right.
3: okay all right time to name all the will, major will league the soccer teams ever win
0: another game i don't think so It's not the fucking Browns from three years ago, buddy.
2: Well, let's just go to a less infuriating topic then that I'm calling vegetarians are just better than you. Um, Yeah, they are. Luke, who is ever the fashion forward hipster, has decided Mm. that white tennis shoes are played out. You know, he's just been seeing a lot of people wearing white tennis (laughs) shoes, a lot of men wearing white tennis shoes
0: around. When did that happen? White? I don't know, shoes, huh? like
2: 1994
0: maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he's decided it's time to find a new look, so he's going to switch to black tennis shoes instead <laughs> because nobody's wow. wearing black tennis shoes. Um, he did all kinds of research in internet shopping, got very excited, ordered a pair. Of course, he says when he finds something that he likes, then he just orders like 10 pairs. So he's all set and they arrived and he realized that in all the Googling and searching, he had kind of gotten a little off mm-hmm. the track and instead of canvas shoes,
1: they're leather shoes. He did and... so much research, so much research. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that leads to... A lot of moral and ethical wrangling about how, if he's going to be vegetarian and he's so invested in not eating animals, then is it okay for him to keep these bitchin' leather shoes? And he decides that it is. Of course.
0: Hey. Well, they're already done. I mean, it's over. <laughs> The cow is dead. You can't reverse that. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. You it can't. You can't fix that. But couldn't the whole thing have been avoided by him just saying, "Okay, I love my white shoes. Mm-hmm. Let me get these in black." Sure. I don't
2: know where the Rod Laver is leather as well. Were those grandfathered in before his <laughs> conversion? <laughs> mm.
1: I thought that the I don't give a shit I don't I think that whatever I get kind of exhausted by all of it do it or don't or whatever you know you can have complicated feelings and I but what I really enjoyed was this was Andrew kind of stuck it to him a little bit in a very nice way but like I thought I liked the way that Andrew said whatever you do is fine but maybe stop being so sanctimonious on Twitter about other people eating animals if you're yes. going to do this. And I actually thought that Luke took it well. Like, I was kind of impressed on both of their ends, uh, that he was like, oh, you know what? You're right. Like, I was kind of being a jerk. I don't know if he really thinks he was, but I I just, I kind of appreciated Andrew, because sometimes he doesn't stand up to Luke, and he really did this case. Yes. I mean,
2: Luke said... Well, I
0: appreciated Luke's attitude there, because because the first step toward actually being sorry is saying it. Yep. Yeah, You know, you... you- <laughs> just say it maybe you'll get there
2: yeah and he's said about a thousand times i'm not trying to tell anybody else how to live or what decisions they could make and andrew was like yeah but on that tweet you kind of were so maybe Mm -hmm. if you're going to be inconsistent just lay off the rest of that yeah Yeah, that was really good
1: yeah gently done yep Then
2: uh, later in the week, there is a news story about a a fishing contest of some sort. I forget what they were actually fishing for, but it was fish. And someone um, accidentally caught an octopus. And some lady decided that it would be hilarious if she put it on her face and then took a selfie with it. And of course, the octopus (laughs) bit the hell out of her. (laughs) Did you know that, guys, that octopuses... Octop- octopi octopodes oh octopodes. i was i was very irritating remember the last time we had octopode talk we determined that octopode is equally correct as octopi so luke at ad- acting smug that he knew the correct plural was uh. not correct um but they do <laughs> have beaks <laughs> you know they do eat fish and critters and something so
0: you know you know what has the same consistency as an oyster or a, or a clam hmm. your fucking chin <laughs> you fucking dummy <laughs> that woman was dumb yep i mean i watched that interview i, I sent it to emily i mean the, the the octopus barreled into her face did it barrel or into did your you face? put it it did not barrel <laughs>
2: Well, I I don't know. I thought that Luke and Andrew got all on their media about how bad the TV piece was, and I'm like, uh, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I was like you kind of like directing your ire. I mean, they went full. They barreled into the lady <laughs> about how stupid she was. They were very upset that she killed the octopus and ate it. Which, I, what is she supposed to do? <laughs>
0: Well, that that was fine, yeah. but that the, the revenge the revenge thing though yeah you know, whatever revenge it, octopus was just octopus yep you know <laughs> what well, it didn't it didn't jump out of the water on your face <laughs> like it was in the movie Popeye I mean if, if you brought it up and you put it on your face and I'm glad it did what it did I I wish that it had it had covered your eyes and put you underwater and drowned you because that's what you had coming. Her attitude was terrible. And Emily's question was this Why are you doing an interview? This is the (laughs) dumbest thing anybody ever did.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was. I'm not giving an interview about that. No, no, hide
0: under a rock. Bye. Remember when you did the dumbest thing you did in your whole life?
1: (laughs) I
2: don't know. Hey, there's a
0: TV reporter who wants to talk to you about it. I thought she was
2: just trying to find a little, not levity, but I don't know, be a little matter of fact about it. Like, Yep, so that's what I did. <laughs> and that's what happened. <laughs> she
0: failed. She was utterly charmless. I mean I I did not. I mean a lot of times uh, the these local TV interviews, you'll find people are just like that per- I wish I knew that person. That person's awesome. And then sometimes you see someone like, "Yeah, I'm really glad I've never met that idiot." <laughs>
2: How many times do you see a person being interviewed on TV and you think they seem awesome? I'd like to hang out with them.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, what, the the dude like uh, hide your wife, you know hide your hide your girlfriend, <laughs> you know those those people. Ain't nobody got time for that. I want to hang out with her, but octopus on the face, lady, <laughs> barreled into her face, lady. I I only want to hang out with her if she's going to put another octopus, a larger octopus, on her oh face. God.
2: Uh, well, she just did something dumb. It's not that big yeah. a deal, yeah.
0: And then yeah. she she went on TV to talk about, it. <laughs> and she looked healed. I mean, there there was like, I didn't see anything on her chin. Like, was this interview like weeks after? If so, you've had a cooling off period in which you could consider not doing a TV interview <laughs> about the octopus you placed on the face. Cooling off days. period,
2: <laughs> but it was pinching her.
0: I imagine you know you're 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 coming coming in hot. You know you're flying in hot off of having that awesome, getting a huge laugh about having an octopus on your face, cause, and because you're dumb, not knowing that the joke is you, <laughs> not the octopus.
3: Uh, Mike, your ability to get fired up over these things, <laughs> even it's
6: though impressive. they just keep
3: happening, <laughs> is always amazing to me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> this one just bothered me because she was so stupid. Uh, yeah, L- like and I, I just wanted someone to say, "Yeah, it was really stupid," and I, I ended up eating it. I felt bad, you know. Maybe they but edited that part do?
2: out. Yeah.
0: No, she she didn't have the personality for that. <laughs> oh, they would have left in anything that made her seem charming and interesting, and they didn't have it. They they just didn't have it. There was no, there was no footage of her being. I guarantee you, there's no footage of her being engaging, interesting, or fun, or intelligent at all. Wow.
1: We're really, we're really like, making a verdict on this lady off of, you know, a, I'm one-minute... I'm,
0: I'm as worked up as uh, Luke. Yeah, as I Luke don't was. know why. Luke was really upset about I don't know why. And I kind of...
1: There's something that he said, though, it was not about the stupidity. This actually irritated me. She was stupid, obviously. He was not saying she was stupid. He said it was the tone of her voice that bothered him and have Uh, being a woman. I'm going to say she's stupid. But but that's not what he was saying. He was just saying that the tone of her voice bothered him, and that Mm -hmm. irritates me because I I don't think he would ever say that about a dude. Yep. Hmm. That's a code word
2: for Hmm. sure. Uh,
0: Yeah. Well, the, the, t- the tone of her voice in this context, in the context of this interview, I was bothered by the tone of her voice in that, in that she seemed, I don't know. Um, I think that it's a like, I, I,
1: she did not bother me that much. Yes. She seems stupid, but I don't know. She seems stupid and kind of embarrassed.
0: I don't know why she did an interview, but I don't think she was embarrassed. I, I think that, that might've been it for me. It was like, uh, are you too stupid to be embarrassed about this? Because that was awful. That was so stupid. What you did. We gotta clear out the
3: next the next segment because Mike's running long
4: here. Okay, let's go. Besides, he
3: has to go and set up his fan website for Octopus Lady. <laughs> uh, speaking of fan websites, are we even? It's not even on the run sheet, but it's worth mentioning. What kind of asshole would do an episode by episode recap show about a show and then have any? <laughs> any negative talk about it on it, that just seems disingenuous, doesn't Mm it? Mm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway.
0: (laughs) I just hope next time she pulls up a stingray. God.
2: (laughs) Mike's going to be
1: fuming for the rest of the show. (laughs) Too far? Too much? Uh,
3: I would like to ask, related to my snarky comment, not Mike's, um, did any of you listen to the Patriot? episode?
0: Nope. No. No. I don't even know what that is. So. <laughs> right.
3: Um, I did listen to it uh just sort of as background noise while I was doing things around the house and I will say um their level of interest is contagious. Not enough oh, for me to go watch Bobby, the no. show. Resist. No. I'm not I'm not going to go watch the show. I don't I barely have time. I, I only have time for the occasional midsummer murder or <laughs> I mean, you've
2: got a murder. backlog of NCIS reruns that you need to get to <laughs> right? at some point. And
3: I, I didn't
0: see any any talk of Ace Ventura three oh, uh, in the chat, so that still still needs to be watched.
3: To be clear, Sam lovingly drank a bottle of wine Friday night, put my on Ace Ventura, and immediately fell asleep. Sam's
1: my new best friend. <laughs> I adore her. Come move I to Austin. Find...
3: <laughs> I think she was on the remote, so I was... was.
0: Yeah, that's that's when you're screwed. Yeah. God damn it. I guess I'm all in on Ace Ventura. <laughs> that's
3: what we're doing. It just, it did not age well. That was my point. I got the last, oh, it's rough. Yeah, the last rough. 45 minutes of Ace Ventura. Yikes. And it's, it's, yikes. In, a, in an extended sequence about how disgusting it was to find out you kissed a man. I mean, you
0: <laughs> And it's, well, right. and then you have to think about, I, I laughed at the time when I saw it and I'm like, oh, now I got to. Pull up the collar a little
1: bit. Oh, we all everybody was Really funny. And they played um, they played the music from what's that movie? The um, I'm pulling an Andrew. The one where the they it's like the same movie, basically the same premise, but it was like a serious 90s movie. Oh, Um, Crying Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crying Game. They played the music from the Crying Game, and so it's like oh, it's too much. I'm so good at this game. You are.
0: I never saw the Crying (laughs) Game, so I didn't. I guess I didn't recognize the music.
1: (laughs) You are Anne. You we could play like a celebrity together
2: and yeah, like you know give me some the vague thing. details about a movie that I probably haven't seen and I'll name it
3: uh, well all I'll say is Andrew helping drive a podcast where he's actually interested in what he's talking about is not new um <laughs> but it is just a little sad that that I thought the Patriot episode was it was interesting to hear them be so interested in something and it would be great to hear more of that general enthusiasm on their day job. Anyway, to the news. Um, do we have to do the first one? Well, the pod pets part is cute. Mm-hmm. Luke insists on talking politics, despite Andrew's best efforts. <laughs> he can't see how oh, our current Luke. president of the United States of America, Donald oh, Trump, can
4: possibly in... be reelected. Luke, and you I are in a you, bubble. You are in. I can a... tell you
3: exactly how he can be reelected yeah. as someone who just got back from Brookings, South Dakota. Oh,
4: yeah.
1: Uh work then around they- work around a lot of rich people who don't think they're racist but like money a lot in Texas and elsewhere yep.
0: that's how he gets elected. Yep. Um I, I think it's like I look at it like uh voters are poker players and the dumbest poker players always go all in on losing hands. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean yep they just get committed to it they're like they get excited they get they get worked up and they you know they just push all their chips and then uh, uh you know this guy's an idiot right oh well too late i'm i'm all in yeah. you know yeah. they're in and oh. and the worse it gets the hard, the more they double down so it's it's just it is what it is it's going to be close
3: yeah. uh the the t-shirt highlight of my days in brookings was somebody uh wearing a black t-shirt with a picture of an AR-15 on it, and it said, and I found it online later, nobody needs an AR-15, nobody needs a whiny little bitch either, yet here you are.
1: (laughs) It's so terrible that it's funny. (laughs) Right?
5: Uh, Is he single? Did you get his number,
4: Bobby?
3: Uh, I did not get his number. Um, Something tells me that that would have led to a whole sequence of him in the shower trying to forget that I made a pass at him. No, for me. Uh, oh,
2: I mean, I, oh, oh. I oh, could oh, use oh. a man like that. Right, He's a single?
3: Yeah. That man's ready to clear your feral hogs out God. right now.
0: Wow. <laughs> who let uh, the hogs out? Who? who? Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
3: I did think it was funny that they pondered who the pod pets would vote for, although I didn't think the shtick carried very well. I have no idea who cupcake would vote for. She's so damn lazy, uh, yeah. but she's very um, live and let live about <laughs> the world. Marianne Williamson, so.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was watching. I, I saw Bloomberg being interviewed um, yesterday, and uh, they were asking him, you know, about the all the candidates because he decided not to run, and and they said, you know, which which ones, which one or ones, you know, do you prefer? And he said, honestly any of these candidates would be a better president than our current president. Yep. Which the only person that I thought about, even hesitated for a second, was like, I don't know about that Marianne Williams. I'm yeah, but sure. I
2: agree, but she wouldn't do more damage.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. no. It would be a different kind of, of...
2: Yeah, of ineptitude. I'm down for
0: it. I I, I would take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, at I, this but point. that's the only one that gave me any pause at all. Like, well... Uh-huh. She is a loon. So.
3: <laughs> uh, speaking of the viral hogs tweet that was heard around the world, Luke attempted to participate and made oh. a hypocrite who doesn't understand memes out
0: of himself. Oh, God, I... <clears throat> my, This was my favorite part of the week.
3: Uh, listener Emily, the Muppets joke... Was not about husbandry. I was yelling. Parenthetically, it is still not a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, excuse me. That's the wrong email from Emily.
2: That's also uh, the, the right wa- email. That has to go by right. Feral Hawks. But...
3: <laughs> the one I wanted to read uh, uh, Tuesday show was generally infuriating. Luke lets his joke adjacent Feral Pigs return from sea tweet slide by while clearly just brushing off Andrew's reference to the time Luke absolutely ripped into the quote middle-aged momish type for using the same meme format uh that was right before she rambled she rolled into the
1: baseball
5: anger yep
4: Yep. (laughs)
1: he's (laughs) exhausted sometimes he just does not have any self-awareness or memory of i don't know it was it was really weird because i was like are we forgetting about this are we just kind of brushing it Mm -hmm. i don't know it was what was his meme again i forget it was so embarrassing
2: I don't remember. When, it didn't when even make my sense. viral hogs. Yes, viral hogs return from the sea. Was that what <laughs> my it was? viral hogs? Yeah. <laughs> it
1: was. It was pitiful. It was really pitiful. It was. It
2: was not funny, and it was not no. doing the meme right. Not, not
3: funny. <laughs> not Can we funny? Can we workshop some merch here? Uh, when will my podcast return from? <laughs> pain flyer <laughs> Uh
1: I don't know if I can handle any more uh, hog talk I know I'm. it's I, kind of yeah. boring to me and it went like too fast right and it, and it just kind of tapped out
3: a woman was pissed at her neighbor and painted giant emojis with eyelashes on her house the neighbor claimed she felt quote bullied and the city council said they can't force the woman to paint over them
2: I forget. I
0: love this woman. Why
2: she got in yeah. trouble. I forget. Why was she mad at the neighbor again? The neighbor knocked on her for something?
0: For Airbnb. Oh, activity. that's right.
2: Yeah. That's right. right. This is how closely I was listening to TVTL this week. <laughs> uh,
0: it was just, I, I just liked, I liked it because, Um. I mean, they're trying to fight it by saying, like, it's making people slow down. It's making people come to our neighborhood. Calm down. It's just a couple of smileys on the fucking building. You're you're mad because she painted eyelashes on it and it's a sick, sick burn and you got to look at it every day and she got away with it. I love it. And if you yeah. are that identifiable just by your eyelashes,
2: you might want to think about <laughs> yeah. changing your Calm down. <laughs> yeah. You might want to
0: calm that shit down.
3: <laughs> uh this reminds me of there was a guy last year in Vermont who built a giant middle finger statue and put it up on a big pole
1: because he was mad at the town. That's so Vermont. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> See, See
0: it's- but that's obscene, though. That, yeah. You got to take that down. Right. Th- these are smiley faces. These make kids happy. You know? They're looking like, hey, look at the cool thing <laughs> in the building.
1: I'm just they don't impressed. Know it's a sick burn. I'm impressed because I live in an HOA which is like good for yard maintenance but like shitty because yeah. you can't do anything without getting explicit permission and within a, you know, a very distinct range. So I'm really impressed that they did this. It's, it's it takes a commitment and and yeah, it's a lot of freedom. I just think it's yeah. stupid. stupid and juvenile. Yep. She can
2: do whatever she wants, well, but I, it's not a exactly, great look for her. That's
0: exactly why I like it, Ann. It's stupid. And
2: <laughs> I. I just look at stuff like that and I'm like, what's the point? What is the point of going through life trying to antagonize other people? Yeah. Yeah. I, Does
0: it make your life it's better? like you're speaking a foreign language, and <laughs> I have no, I don't understand what you're saying.
3: I'm not wild about my neighbors uh, right next to us, so my punishment for them is that I just don't close the curtains when I get out of the shower. <laughs> yeah there you go (laughs) they get what they get uh
0: when i was visiting uh my my, uh when i was in seattle i visited my dad he just had a beautiful house built in anacortes and it's on a hillside looking over the sound and they are not at the top of the hill there's one more row of houses behind them and there's a couple houses that have a, a real good look into their bathrooms and and bedrooms um and and my my dad and his uh, wife, my stepmom, are making no efforts to cover those <laughs> windows. And I, my my stepmom, she's given given uh, me and my brother the house tour. Uh, she she was saying like, well, you know, at this point, have at it. You yep. know, take take a look. If you see what you like, and then you know, come on down. <laughs> It's not like
3: we're in an apartment building next to another apartment building in New York City or something where the windows are like a foot away and you can't help but see into them. Yeah. If you're working for that angle, you get what you earned. Yeah. There you
0: go. Yeah. Oh, you like this? Okay. <laughs> I
4: just don't need it's not to like-
2: have anybody see me pooping. That's all. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> Luke is over (laughs) there with his
3: telescope.
0: (laughs) That's that's selfish. What if they need to see you poop? I
4: mean,
2: mean, not uh, that I do, but if I ever did. No. (laughs) Right. No. Right.
0: I have a friend who still believes he's my age and believes women don't poop.
1: Oh my god. When Dave and I first started dating, I was like, I think "Can you I, believe he's single?" I think I like yeah. suited in front of him, and I was like, "You're this is it. I, this is I'm like I'm not gonna be. I I fart sometimes. You have to like be okay with it." He was. <laughs> Women are not um, precious angels that don't poop or <laughs> fart. Wayne Newton's
3: hear you know that, monkey. Dave? <laughs> oh, he. Can hears we him? please get not, to Wayne Newton? Not Newton's your spect- Dave, my other Dave. Sorry. <laughs> I've tried three times to answer this now. (laughs) Wayne Newton's pet monkey... I won't interrupt you again. Stop. (laughs) Tries to go all octopode (laughs) on the face of anyone who gets near Wayne.
6: This is why you you
2: cannot have pet monkeys. And by monkey, I mean... All apes of any kind, no gorilla pets, no orangutan pets, no chimp pets, no monkey pets, they're all just waiting to rip your face off.
0: Yeah, it's an ape moratorium. That reporter was so good, though. It sounded like she was going to be down to finish the interview, even if one eyeball was hanging like to her (laughs) waist.
1: Ew, Wayne, New- Wayne Newton is like really conservative. So uh, and look at current pictures of him. It's just he has the like, what is it called? Uncanny Valley now. Look oh, yeah. Him, he's plastic like... now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't like him.
2: And he's oh. not a great singer there. I said no, it. <laughs> he's
1: not.
3: Can we talk about the dazzling deep that that he may or may not have a donkey named Donkey Shane. <laughs> I loved it. I love that.
0: I forgive him everything if it's true. Oh.
3: Uh, and speaking of the eyeball hanging, thank you for that terrible visual. Um, this is just an aside, because I happen to have a business card on my desk right now from someone at the music library at Harvard, and the music library at Harvard is the Loeb music library at Harvard. It's the Edna Kuhn Loeb Music Library, but every time I see Loeb Music Library, I assume it's Left Eye Loeb Music Library. <laughs> Aww, oh, <all> <laughs> <laughs> and so I always just want to call it the Left Eye Library, but I don't feel like that joke will fly at Harvard. No, probably not. Anyway, I, we don't know what so you're talking just about. Use it here. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no monkeys. On to Hillary. All
1: right, this is social anxiety talk, uh, which I feel like we got a fair amount with Andrew. Kind of popped up. Um, they talk about Andrew's anxiety, um, regarding the thing thing, the, whatever the festival that they're going to be at. Is it, when is it? It's like really soon. I'm sorry. Is it I, it,
2: it can't
0: there, be over soon enough.
1: Is there a worse named festival that yes. exists than the thing festival? It's terrible. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's pretty terrible. When is it? Oh yeah, it's at the end of August, and and Andrew is really nervous about people not getting TBTL jokes, and you know everything that goes with it. Which is like, I don't know, you're on it, like I like. I don't know his his anxiety level is. We've talked about it so much, and I I just I think I mean I understand being anxious about doing stuff, but every time they're going in public, he's super nervous about it and super anxious about it. And I just I don't know. I just want him to get therapy. <laughs> but um, but the the funniest part about them talking about this festival is that apparently they get a writer and. What they decided to be on their rider is so ridiculous. It's like a vegetarian sandwich, some pigs in a blanket, a six-pack of Miller Lite, and a bottle of Jim Beam. It's so, I mean, it's kind of hilarious, but I'm like, you really could max this out. Like, not ask for, like, super weird things, but just, like, what would make you comfortable, you know, while you're mm-hmm. waiting for it, I guess a vegetarian sandwich and pigs in a blanket will do, but I thought it was (laughs) funny, but then I was thinking, like, what would be on y'all's rider? Like, would y'all have you know, like, green M&M's or whatever? Diet Coke, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it? Probably.
3: Oh. Bring me one of those uh... Diet Coke dispensers. (laughs) Just a a vending machine with nothing but on-tap Diet Coke. (laughs) McDonald's-sized straws.
0: Mm. first of all i think jeremy's rider would be the weirdest 100
3: percent what are you talking about jeremy would just want the leftovers from whatever his last night's show was just leave me whatever's left from the people in the green room before me i'll be fine yeah
0: yeah whatever energy drink that even those weirdos wouldn't consume ingest yeah I'm going with a sack of Baby Bell and a six-pack of Mickey's Big Mouth (laughs) with the Rebus on the cap.
4: For
2: some intellectual stimulation?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I I have to, like, engage my brain before I Mm -hmm. go out on stage and entertain.
1: Um, I would have, like, a charcuterie plate and pool wine. Like, a can of wine (laughs) that I can carry around.
0: Would you take wine onto the stage with you? Of course.
1: I, w- okay, I mean, that's what I figured. But I need to, you can't give me the pool wine like too soon because like I need to not be drunk. And I always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The problem with me Do being you? drunk. <laughs> see, the problem with me being drunk is when I'm drunk, I don't think I'm drunk. So I think I'm being effortlessly oh, charming yeah, and funny and, and being annoying. Hmm. So I wish I we just, had proof of that on tape. <laughs> Oh, there's proof of it everywhere. Oh, lordy. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know. I think that they could have gotten a little bit more demanding. Or more, I don't know, better with their writer. I was disappointed. I want some, like, all-white flowers or I don't know. I, I can't even think. I I remember reading some super bizarre ones, like, in the early 2000s, where it would be, like, Lo only wants, like, you know, bouquets and bouquets of white roses in there. But mm-hmm.
4: you know, what is wrong with, with people? Well, I think they
0: made a good point that that it, it at some point the handlers have kind of taken over the process and made the people a lot of people seem more persnickety than they probably are mm-hmm. just because of some comments that you know, like ah shit, I hate the you know, I hate this kind of candy bar or whatever. Sure, you know, it's like I, I don't know. I I I see I see both sides on this one. Yeah. I'm not anti-celebrity on the rider thing.
3: No. No. When I was uh, working for my student government at UB all those years ago, we were the ones who put on the big concerts twice a year on campus, the Fall Fest and the Spring Fest, and all of us employees would volunteer. Did they
0: stay up all night thinking of those names for the the events there? (laughs) Fall Fest and Spring Fest? We would be... Let me guess what the other two fests were. Summer. Summer.
3: <laughs> uh, winter. uh on vacation, summer winter, so just fall and spring fest. Uh we would do the the entertainer, you know, care stuff. So we would use the campus vans to like go pick them up from the airport and bring them back if they're smaller acts, or we would just be ready for them to come in from, you know, car service or whatever if they're big acts. And we would also do all their rider shit and be there if they wanted anything and i think because most of these bands have been on the road so much their riders had actually gotten they were big but they were actually really basic stuff like they would want deli platters and rolls and bread and condiments and drinks and towels that was a big one they all cuz they were coming off stage and they just wanted clean fresh towels yeah and, and then some of them would want underwear and socks like I mean, this is very practical Right, because yeah. well, they've been on the road yep. so long, and they don't get any chance to go grocery shopping or to have real meals. Yeah. So they were just yep. trying to replenish their stuff. Like, they would send someone out to do their laundry, but they probably had to rewear their clothes so many times between stops that they just wanted fresh underwear and socks. Like, sure. like, it was weird buying all that stuff. And then some of them would just want to go to, like, Walmart. Like, they would just show up and be like, oh, we've got three hours. Can you just take us to a store? Yeah.
0: I bet Jack has a lot to say about this kind of thing too Yeah. That he's seen he, should, a lot of uh, yeah. of this activity
3: yeah. and then chicken wings because it was buffalo they would all come to buffalo and be like oh we gotta get chicken wings <laughs> so we would invariably <laughs> end up going to Duff's or Anchor Bar or whatever if they demanded a certain kind just over and over mm-hmm. and over again to get chicken wings for people
0: makes sense um, we had an opening and, act that of just of course you need towels if you're eating chicken wings right exactly
1: a buffalo style
3: pizza
0: sorry Ann
1: She's silence. She's left. Anne's gone. You drove I Anne away. She's iced me.
0: She's, she iced me on that this one. This call is over.
1: <laughs> I did get a little nervous there that you were gone. You really held out.
0: No, no. She, she wasn't gone. She's, she's just letting me know how she feels about me. Good. In the way she does.
3: Uh, for me, by the way, a bottle of Woodford Reserve, some snacks. Give me, give me whatever your local snack is. I guess that would be my right If I'm going from city to city... You know me. Mm-hmm. Give me a taste of whatever you people. Eat. Rocky
0: Mountain oysters. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh,
4: yeah.
1: Um, another thing that they talked about that you know brought up Andrew's anxiety in a kind of bizarre way is that they are going to be uh, at the M- MPR booth at booth at the Minnesota State Fair, and Andrew like doesn't want people to come. Kind of. It was just it was he immediately went to negative um and i I actually thought the way that Luke responded to him was sort of sweet like he was really trying to understand and kind of I don't know coach him a little bit, but yeah, Andrew went to like a little bit of a dark place there, but I don't know it seems fun, And have you been to the Minnesota State Fair? It's a big thing Please. <laughs> You're like come on. Come on. <laughs> I grew up
2: two miles from the Minnesota State Fair. I have walked there and back many a time. I lived in an apartment on the corner next to the State Fair. Um, This is a little bit of an odd choice (laughs) for them to do this. Um, People have no idea who they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be sitting in the booth or there's a little porch that they set up mics on. Maybe they'll sit and people who are tired could come and sit and listen i don't know the good news is that they are right next to the french fry building it's not a stand it's an honest to god building and just across and down the street from like a pork chop place and across the street from the dairy building which is where they have amazing milkshakes and ice cream like Uh... i don't know what kind of crack they put into that stuff but it's Awesome. So it's a great spot.
3: Hang on a second. I'm just booking my flights. <laughs> it's
4: so much fun.
2: Bobby, you and I would have <laughs> so much fun at the Minnesota State Fair.
1: Please go. I want pictures of Bobby and Ann at the Minnesota State Fair. That would delight me to no end. It, uh, the State Fair is really uh, more...
2: More than an institution, it's kind of a a legend, and they call it the Great Minnesota Get-Together, and it really is that, and everybody comes from everywhere. It's one of the biggest state fairs in the country, and places like Texas are bigger, but obviously that's a population consideration, but uh, I was listening to... Uh, Guy Branham was on uh, on I Love It Guy or Branum. Leave It once, and when they were actually here, I went to a live show they did here, and he was he went to law school here, and so he was talking about the state fair, and he said, "Yeah, some state fairs are also big and a big deal, but you have never been to a state fair with the level of planning and organization that <laughs> Minnesotans bring to it." So, mm-hmm. it's it. really an amazing thing, and I have spent many, 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 many hours at the state fair. There I, is I don't
0: think I've ever been to a really good state fair. I think my exposure to state fairs I think is limited to just Washington which is just like one step up from, you know, the weekend carnival yeah. that pops up <laughs> oh, no. in the Sears parking lot.
2: Oh no, this is this is not that. I'll take you to the dog barn where they have all the different oh. breeds of dogs oh. like oh. <laughs> Mike's bo- also booking his ticket mm-hmm. you have I'm all to, in You should go on the first four days If you want to go to the animal barns Because the bunnies are there for the first four days They can't stay for the whole mm-hmm. 11 days Because the bunnies can't handle it So if you go the second week you get chickens oh. Which will
1: Gross
2: <laughs> um, But it's I'm... very fun So I hope they enjoy it I'm looking forward to getting their impressions of it But I I don't know that it that format Is necessarily a good one for them
3: I'm going to be in DeKalb, Illinois in a couple of weeks and we're working. Stop
0: bragging. Stop (laughs) fucking bragging about your
3: travel schedule. Northern Illinois University. We're going to be there uh, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. So I've got the weekend. Yes, I believe so. The other Huskies. I'm going to be there uh, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, but I've got nothing to do over the weekend. I was going to just go into Chicago and hang out. See if any of the Chicago tens are around, maybe. But it's—I'm looking now. It's a five-hour and twenty-minute drive from Decob to Minneapolis. <laughs> it's worth like it. On Saturday and Sunday, I could drive up Saturday morning, drive home, bed, drive back to my hotel Sunday. Uh huh. Do it. Oh,
1: Do tempting. it. Do
2: I
5: got a it. spare bedroom. <gasps> Please. Really...
3: All right. We'll talk about this later.
5: <laughs> all
0: right. <laughs> all right. Well, the thing about all this angst—that um, I. I just the endless angsty talk about whatever live show in Port Townsend or Orlando or Minnesota or whatever. I just want to, especially in Andrew's case, just go into his brain and say, you actually do know how, how to entertain people. And you're going to be sitting next to someone who's in the almost at the top of his profession at entertaining people in a live setting. So don't worry about it. Yep. You guys will be fine. Yeah. I would you know? I would say to him, have some confidence. Like
2: go ahead. I would say to him, "You have all the power here to make this as entertaining yes. or not as you want. You have structured the show yeah. to be a certain way and either be confident in that or change it."
0: Yeah. Yeah, just step into it, lean into yep. it. It you you guys have a thing, and just do your thing. Don't don't try to do something else just because the audience or whatever, because that's a one off and it's not going to pay off. Nope.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Poor guy.
3: <sighs> uh, speaking of real emotions. <laughs> Uh, David Berman from yeah. The Silver Jews passed away, and Andrew was extremely upset. You don't uh, have to read that I'm,
2: next part that I put. I'm going to see.
3: <laughs> <laughs> why don't, why, how about instead of reading that next line, I read the throw your phone from listener Caroline.
2: Perfect. Yes, thank you.
3: <clears throat> it's a little long. Caroline, apologies in advance if I trip over anything here. I'm sure you have received many messages about Andrew's reaction to the death of David Berman. There were parts of it that were uncomfortable to listen to for sure, but it really made me feel for Andrew. Years ago, I worked for Borders Bookstore, and we would always put up displays of an author or musician's work after they passed to encourage sales. Customers would frequently make small talk with us about the artists, and at first I was annoyed about it, especially the ones that were overly emotional or wanted to tell long stories about someone neither of us had met. Eventually, I came to realize that for many people, mourning the death of a celebrity is one of the only safe, quotes, form of emotional expression they have available. It's unfortunate that he wasn't able to readily find someone to share his sorrow, and I hope that that has changed since telling the story. This is a hug your phone, because in that story, Andrew really held up the idea of TBTL curing loneliness, as this is the kind of story that fits in perfectly.
2: Thank you, Carolyn. You really help, helped me with that. Yes. I yeah, I found it to be a pretty frustrating conversation to listen to because I don't know who David Berman is, and I've never heard of the Silver Jews, and I didn't know why Andrew was so upset, but uh, Carolyn's Throw Your Phone really um, lent some perspective to that. I yeah. like that idea that that mourning a celebrity is, is a safe form of emotional expression in a culture where we have really repressed that, yeah. so what a good yeah. thought.
3: Uh, For TBTL context, for people who don't know the Silver Jews, but do know TBTL, David Berman plus two members of Pavement equals Silver Jews. (laughs) So if you take their Pavement obsession and realize the overlap there and then David Berman, like I didn't really know the music of the Silver Jews. I did. I did know David know of David Berman. Um, I was actually quite moved to hear Andrew talk. So, you know, I think about the way people we talk about, like after David Bowie. Prince, Friends. Tom Petty, depending on who you are and what generation connected with you and mm-hmm. and all that. You know, I think about how I felt after Tom Petty died. A- yeah. And, you know, for Andrew, that's David Berman. Not not to speak to his musical ability or popularity, but for him, that was big. And, yeah. And, and that got me a little bit. Thinking about it in the grand picture of maybe we all have someone like that in popular culture.
1: I also think um, it sort of hit... Um... Andrew, in a time, and he's sort of, you know, he's been reflecting on this, like, he's having this, like, I feel like I wasted my summer, you know, it seems like he's in a really sensitive place in his life right now. And I think this happening just struck him, you know, it just was a timing thing as well as, you know, being somebody he really admired. It was just a timing thing. And, you know, he listened to that, he played a little bit of the newest album. And I was like, dear God, like, this is really sad this guy i mean I, you know i don't mm-hmm. i think we're all just assuming how he died and it was that's a it's a tough thing to listen to yeah
3: and also just not that old i mean older no. than the guys he was born in. i'm looking it up now 67 yeah he's like my but siblings like,
1: ages 50s yeah
3: 50s. like you're starting to see voices of your generation yeah go and that's i think that's that's the hard part yeah yeah um i yeah i uh i I hope that he finds an outlet for that obviously more and more andrew emotional talk lately yep and that's that's tough
0: (laughs) okay well let's lighten things up uh how do you do (laughs) fellow kids that's our segment Luke uh, had to film himself riding around Bellingham on a skateboard for a CBS commentary piece. Uh, this is because he had, pitched it had to years ago. I want yeah, to know he had, to do, had this. to do it. Yeah, he had. He had to. I uh, had to. Much to the confusion of his neighbors, I guess he pitched this piece a long time ago, and CBS was finally like. Uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's get on well, the cutting edge of uh, adult skateboarding. I mean, what's the... <laughs> this is
3: this is just like those those quick commentaries at the end, though. And I think, um, whatever the context was of him pitching a two minute spiel where he talks about, you know, recapturing his youth, skateboarding. I, mm-hmm. I I saw the CBS Sunday Morning Instagram feed this morning, and so I clicked a little link to see what was on today's show to see if I should bother trying to go see this, and this one wasn't on this week because Jim Gaffigan talking about how decaf coffee is un-American was yeah. the one that they took this week. <laughs> well, So it's, it's right in that vein of people who are young and hip to the CBS demographic taking a hot take <laughs> about something that the right. kids are doing.
2: This was one of those where the time that Luke said that watching people play video games on Twitch was lame and that they should just go outside, and the entire community of gamers got mad at him. Right. And CBS
3: is over here just being like, wow, the gamers know we exist.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: I feel like uh, I could have saved America here. Um, When I was in Seattle, I got a chance to to tour Burbank. What do they call it? Uh, What is it called? Burbank Springs. Burbank Springs. Springs. Yeah, I got a chance to to visit with Luke. and, And it never occurred to me to excuse myself. Uh, on some pretense of using the restroom and find that fucking skateboard and put it in the back of my rental car and get the fuck out of there. Stop adults. Stop it. Stop. So
2: if you saw Luke beef it on his skateboard and it really did look like it was an eight, (laughs) Would we still laugh?
0: <laughs> I would just love it if he looked back. You know, like, what the? <laughs> what
1: was that? <laughs> Something tripped me.
0: No, you wrecked. You wrecked, you dummy. You nothing tripped you. Lost an edge. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Well,
3: what? it's like hockey. You just blame the skates.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. Ball bearing. I don't know what happened. Ball bearing came loose. loose. I just, I- yeah, I just lost it.
3: There's mm-hmm. a crack in the pavement. There
0: wasn't me. I'm cool. I have black leather <laughs> shoes. Uh, Final <laughs> thoughts.
3: Good spoof. Can't believe you told that joke. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't believe, believe he went. Th- <laughs>
2: I think we're going for the same thing. I can't believe they told all those pig jokes that Andrew had already put in the newsletter. They resurrected to tell 15 pig jokes, most of which weren't even the slightest bit funny. No.
1: When you say, huh, that's funny, and you don't actually laugh, that means it's not funny.
3: It's not funny at all. Uh, And must listen is actually a must watch. It's this week's TBTL newsletter video, which I normally uh skip past just to see who the ten of the week is. Uh but when I saw that it was uh Stubot, Steve Newman, sitting in his yard in a lawn chair wearing a
4: top hat, <laughs> I had to stop
3: and watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going all slash <clears throat> slash in the yep. backyard. <laughs>
3: well, and it is an excellent uh aside, uh Commercial for cool, crisp, refreshing, surly brewing beer, which was a nice touch.
0: Yep, it it was like uh, drinking beer at a low rent Lincoln Memorial. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb.
3: Oh, housekeeping's also me. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, Most of the housekeepers I've been seeing the last few weeks have been white meth heads in the of the country, yeah. So. yeah. it's gonna happen housekeeping uh, buy stuff from us at com. you can archive for us please um,
0: housekeeping you got electronics <laughs>
3: <laughs> email us call us no don't call us email us and tell us you want to archive with us. <laughs> Buy things on Amazon at littlewebbywagon. slash Amazon. Earbuds and earworms this week. Da, 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 da. Searching. Don't. Uh, da. Can somebody put the intermission music in for a second? Earbuds. <laughs> and
4: Earworms podcast.
0: Yes. I don't know. Did I did do, I talk do, about do. Uh, my panic attack on my last panic attack on the show?
2: No, uh, I don't know how recent was it. It was.
0: It was inspired by Hold music. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean I we're way over time. I guess we can just do this in business another time unless you all want to hear it.
1: Um, I have well, to let's
2: keep pool. that as a tease. Yeah. Yes. We'll do it on a okay. final
1: Friday. Okay.
0: Hold music panic attack. Just make a note, Anne. Take a note. Nice. You take a note. No, you take a note, woman.
3: <laughs> Whoa. All right, kids. <laughs> we we all need to get to our the canned wines in our minds. So let's yeah. let's move on here. I uh, like that that's a, that's a I think that's song. a show title <laughs> uh, Earbuds and Earworms this week Rolling week's.
0: through the can
3: The theme is getting better actually so it's appropriate
2: <laughs> Getting better than what?
1: I Just go look at the Facebook page Earbuds and Earworms podcast Don't ask All right. questions Alright All right. All right. All right. get involved Our website is littleredbandwagon.com
0: don't get involved. That's my advice to you. No, you it's
1: should. Just, um, we need the Throw Your Phones. com.
0: It's great, and I love... Don't get involved with this particular show. This show is a quagmire. <laughs> Don't-, <laughs> um, jo- Don't dip your toe in. You'll never see it again. This does seem
1: to be going off the rails somewhat. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: I'm
1: just going to plow through. Join the Facebook group. No, st- I'm going to keep interrupting you. Oh. <laughs> Our show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. Email us at littleredbandwagon Red Bandwagon at gmail.com. Send, up a, send us a voice memo. Um, I love them. Come on, send them. I want to hear your lovely voices. Uh, fax Bobby, your bud, at 617 354 8513. And with that, and why don't you get us out of
0: here? Until next time, <laughs> this is the next party. <laughs>
1: we- We love you, Jen. There you go. (claps) Nailed it. Kind of.
6: Shining through the window Let me know everything's alright Summer breeze Laying on the sidewalk, a little music from the house next door. So I walk on up to the doorstep, through the screen and across the floor. Summer breeze. Come home from a hard day's work,
5: and you're waiting there, I care
6: in the world. See the smile waiting in the kitchen, food cooking in the plates for two. Feel the arms that reach out to hold me in the evening when the day.
0: The spell reversal is complete. I made the worst podcast in history and iced Anne out of
4: it. I'm
2: still here. I'm here.
0: Too late. It's over. I hear you. She can can only hear you, You Mike. You missed it. You missed it. This is Anne's personal hell.
4: She can only hear Mike. (laughs) Oh, yeah.